Hello, uh, just before we get started on this week's episode, uh, I'd like to apologize for a few audio um, difficulties. There's a massive difference in volume between when I speak and when JB speaks. Hopefully you find a volume that works for you um, and you enjoy the episode other than that. Welcome to this week's edition of the Black Country Ramble. As ever, we are one West Bromwich Albion fan and one Wolverhampton Wonders fan uh, forming a slightly odd alliance to break down everything that's happening in the Black Country this week. Uh, JV, how are we? Good evening, my man. Um, yeah, not too bad. I'm happy personally because I break up for a week tomorrow, <laughs> which is well needed. Which is well needed after the, the term we've had. <laughs> Um, Football-wise, mate, yeah, not bad. Um, things have, have, have seemed to have picked up a little bit um, yeah, for, sure. for the Wolves last week or so. So, yeah, a little bit better, mate, but uh, yeah. not bad. What about um, yourself, bud? In, um, in terms of football, I'm still pretty close to rock bottom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's we've been through this before. Relegation's like... Uh, yeah, sure. Off. Once it's done, it's, it's a lot easier. Um, yeah, absolutely. Slow, slow sleepwalk towards disaster that hurts. Um, we are currently yeah. recording, um, for the benefit of the listener, we are recording uh, while Wolves play Southampton in the FA Cup. There'll be a lot of Wolves-Southampton chat in this. We are. All Wolves yeah. Well, no, it is Wolves-Southampton twice in four days, um, Thursday and then Sunday. Uh, there won't be too much talk about the game that's going on now. It's kind sure. of just um, background music, um, lovely ambient. Uh, <laughs> won't go that far. Yeah, <laughs> yeah won't go that far. Yeah, it's probably a little bit better than our dulcet tones. Um, Absolutely. But if we do go off topic, if we randomly start reacting to a goal, or not that there'll be any goals, you know. Um, <laughs> can't see, mate. To be honest, but if we if we do start talking about that, that's obviously why. But we're at, without further ado. Um, since we last spoke, JB, um, West yeah. Brom have played once and Wolves have played once. Um, Indeed, Wolves had a nil-nil with Leicester. Um, the, yes, mate. I think four nil-nils in the eight Premier League fixtures. Um, that's a good start. That is, pal. Yeah. Oh, okay. That that's been a few, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. Interesting one. What did you make of the game? <laughs> I actually thought um, it was it was it was it was it was a, it was a good game, mate. Um, really enjoyed it. Actually, I thought we were excellent um, before the game. I mean, obviously, because I, anyone listening to the pod last week would have would have heard that I predicted um, a win for Leicester, which I don't often do on on, on this pod. Um, I mean, go against Wolves, obviously. Um, I, but I thought I was going to say. Yeah, only I, I, that's what I mean. I, 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 we're, not, we're down to about Leicester every week, but um, <laughs> I thought we play. I thought we were really good value. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I I still see it now as, as two points dropped. I thought we had more than enough chances to to, to take the three points, um, but I'll take the points sort of thing. We the only sort of negative I can take out of it was that we weren't clinical enough, and I felt like at times when we were 
on top and we were camped in Leicester's half, I felt like we weren't going for the jugular enough. I felt like there wasn't enough. Yeah. Even though we created chances, I felt like there wasn't enough sort of fire in our belly to really go for it at times. But um, yeah, I was really, I, I was, I was, that's it, mate. Yeah, but I was really pleased, you know. Obviously, um, a lot of people talk about the Fabio Silva chance. Um, at the time, I literally, my phone went on the floor, which is a usual thing for me, as you, as everyone listening to this knows. Um Looking back, you know, I still think he should have scored, but it was a really good save by Schmeichel. You could see they tried to play it in the, in the near corner and it was a good save by Schmeichel, but I still think he should have scored it. But we had other chances, but barring that, and we had a lot of possession, we had a, a, lot, of, a lot of time within that, within the final third. And But based on recent performances and results, that was just a pleasing aspect. It was the fact that the performance was pleasing and we limited Leicester. Um, it was I did solid. think the Vardy header was in, in that 94th yeah, minute. I really did think it... Yeah, wasn't it? And, and Wolves had sorry, but yeah, really pleasing, mate. Genuinely, yeah, um, it, it was uh, it was a decent enough Wolves performance, really. Um, and as I said, something that's not been recently is solid. So it was from a Wolves point of view, I'm sure it was a welcome change. Um, not too much more to say. Not to that's um, it. Not to you know move on. Yeah, no, no, no. Quickly, but it was a nil nil and. We had Southampton. Yeah, not at all. I, 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 cutting out. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, obviously, I've got in, intermittently Southampton just, 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 just put the pressure on a little bit. But, um, but, but just going back to the, to, just going back to the, to the Leicester again. Like I said, there is not much to add. Like I said, it was, it was just pleasing performance-wise, um, and also, um, I think prior to last week's podcast, when the, the we were previewing the next few games, and we had Arsenal, Leicester. If you'd have said to me before then, you'll come out of those two games with four points, yeah. I'd have snapped your hands off. Yeah. Um, I'd have, obviously, we've, we've, we've dissected the Arsenal game and spoke about that game. We don't have to go over that. But if, if you absolutely, so to come out of those two games with four points, a clean sheet against a rampant Leicester side who, who looked very potent going forward. Granted, they were without Vardy, I understand that. And Inacho wasn't great, to be honest. But yeah, I, I was pleased with it, buddy. And, and I think that's a good, good foundation to move forward on with. Yeah, kind of puts to bed any um, any of those whispers that Wolves were walking towards sure. the Sure, sure, sure. And I think that those two games are the reason Wolves will never be in in a real relegation fight because they pick points up uh, too often. I know that sounds simple, um, but the teams at the bottom are hoping for big performances in big games. Where yes, Wolves can get points in any game, and they often yes. do. Yes, so, um, absolutely, mate. I don't know what's going on with the Wolves bench there. Some pushing and pulling over blankets or something. Yeah, I don't know if they're having a joke or something <laughs> or what. I'm, I'm not quite <laughs> sure, to be honest. But uh, I was more interested in, the, I think, one of the, the centre-halves are down, I think, for Wolves. I don't, I don't know if it's just, just a, a knock or something. Is that yeah. Saiz? I can't, I can't say. Well, anyone but, listening uh, to this will know. They'll know from yeah. the future what... Yeah, yeah, sure. ...in this instance. So, on to Albion and our last game. Um, it was... More of the same, really. It wasn't as bad a performance as we put in against the likes yeah. of Man City or uh, the game against Fulham or the game against Sheffield United. I know we, we were ahead in that, but even that was quite poor. But we're running out of um, free hits. We, we've, yeah. no, we've got no more games where we can go, ah, it was one of the big boys, it's fine. Because yeah, we are, sure. we are in the position where we need points from every game and we've got four games coming up after Man United um, yeah. that will 
not just define our season in um in a sort of in a momentum sense and a and a it will show the fight we've got if we get points. Yeah, of course. We cannot physically see where we get the points from unless we take at least nine points from those games. It's that's the, that's the situation yeah. I found myself in. Even then, we would yeah. be out of the relegation zone. We'd be 18th and we'd have closed the gap massively. We'd have a chance. But at the end of the day, we, we're in a position now where we've got no wiggle room left, really. Yeah, it's li- it, it's now or never. I mean, it's been now or never for a while, hasn't it, really? But like, it is, that point is being emphasised the more that we, we go on. Um, you know, I mean, I, I... Sorry, mate, carry on. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, I, like I said, for, for me... Um, I, I didn't watch the whole game, uh, the Albion game. I sort of, I, I was, I was sort of intermittently watching. But I, I, there were spells when I watched, and there were times when I, I tuned to a particular time in the first half where I think, I think I saw Harry Kane have like sort of three clear cut chances um, that, that he just couldn't so put away. And all, so, two of them, you'd yeah. So, so I was watching going bleed, and now you know I can't believe Spurs and Mullin the mere sort of thing. And then obviously I saw the goal and that sort of thing. But then I did actually tune in the sort of the last. 15, 20 minutes-ish. Um, and obviously, uh, you brought Pereira on. Um, and, and he changed the game. He, he completely, absolutely. Yeah, you know, he did. He did. He came on and instantly you looked more dynamic. Yeah. He was picking the ball in those pockets. He, he was making yeah. space. He created the Diagne chance, that, well, the goal, should I say. Well, I mean, it's crazy, yeah. really. I mean, because I mean, you had, I mean, Diagne scored two goals. He would have literally timed his run by half a second more right. as a striker. So, so, yes, he's mistimed his run and it's the second phase of playing. He's trying to get back. But Davinson Sanchez, in both instances, I mean, this is brilliant from, from a defensive point of view. He sees Diagne's offside and blocks him from getting back onside. Why don't you yeah, do I, that every week? Yeah, that's I clever. I, 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 so clever. I, didn't, I can't say I saw, saw yeah. that, to be honest with you, but I obviously just saw the fact that I thought, Christ, you know, and, and when we talk about I mean, when we talk about fine margins, I'm not. I mean, I'm talking. I mean, I'm not talking about in terms of like the fact that the, the gap between you and now 17 seems to be getting bigger week by week. But in terms of fine margins of games, just if he'd have just timed his run that that half a second, you know, he, he, he's he's bagged two on his first start or is it his second start? Sorry, you know, and 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 he's and he's a hero sort of thing. Um, but no, I mean, I mean, obviously, me and you had, had a joke before the game about the fact that he, he, he dropped Pereira. Um, um, I can see why he did it because I think that and this is nothing against prayer. I'm, what I'm trying to say is I can see why he's just trying different things to go at you. We need to try something completely left wi- left field that, that's yeah. completely unthinkable to try and make something work. It didn't work. As soon as he came on, he, he proved a point. I can't see him dropping Pereira again for the rest of this season. No, um, unless, but, unless he's, he's got be in his bonnet, Allardyce. Absolutely. He wants to do it a certain way. And, and, so, and, so, and sometimes, I'm, I'm not saying this is the case, but as well, sometimes managers don't fancy certain players, no matter how good they are. I'm not saying that. No, I'm not suggesting that at all. I, I'm pretty certain we will see Pereira. Because I think Pereira against United, I think the way United play, Pereira will, will, will relish sort yeah, of playing in that sort of game, actually. Yes. Yeah, so. And, and if you're going to stand, I mean, obviously United are flying at the moment. So <laughs> to, to, stand, to, to stand any sort of chance against them, you know, you're going to need Pereira bringing his absolute A game and hope, hoping the rest of the team sort of step, step, step up yeah. at, at least another level sort of thing, you know. Yeah, and I think you've touched on something there, JB, about Allardyce um, mixing things up to try and find a solution. And one thing we spoke about on the last pod was 
Um, I said I thought we'd seen the last of that Albion iteration that lost to Sheffield United and it would be a drastically different side. Yes. It wasn't so drastic, but there were changes. You can see he's trying to he's trying to do something drastic, but doesn't want to go to a back three again because it hasn't worked. Or he can't play a four four two because that didn't work. And he can't play yeah. a four two three one because that didn't work. And he's he's really, really scraping the barrel for things to do. So much so he's played um, Lee Peltier, who I thought had quite a good game, and he's dropped Pereira. But I think dropping Pereira is like, it's almost painting by numbers defensive coaching. Did, did, you, think he was, did you think he did that in terms of thinking, go naturally, sort of drop, drop your sort of, your, bear with me, drop your luxury player, if you like, yeah, yeah. try and go a bit more solid and come out of it with a nil-nil or something and so, just get yeah, a point on the... That's exactly what I was going to say. So it's like, some, he's like he's read page one and I'm not to say this is all Sam Allardyce knows about coaching because he knows a lot about coaching but it's it's like he's tried all these things and almost gotten to a point where he's thought oh what can we do to be more solid I know sure sometimes you drop a creative player and the whole team gets more defensive and it's his, and he said in his pre-match interview it was to do with tracking back and stuff Pereira works oh yeah he's a bit naive but he's no less naive than oh, who just runs like a Headless chicken sort of thing. Chicken, yeah. Who, and I like Conor Gallagher as well, but he's... Yeah. <laughs> Romain Sawyers didn't really, doesn't really deserve to be playing at the moment over Mateus Pereira. Ainsley Maitland-Niles was accommodated and looked very, very poor. I think Sam Allardyce will be swallowing his pride and he'll be, like you said, starting Mateus Pereira. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I said, I mean, I mean, if, if, if you were sort of playing, I don't know, I don't know. Like I said, if, if you were sort of close on points than 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 what you were to seventeenth, and you were playing a Burnley or Brighton yeah. sort of thing, and the way that they play, um, um, the way the way that they play, and then we'll yeah, nearly in there if anyone ne- nearly in yeah yeah <laughs> sorry, um, and you and you just need a point. You could do the point. I can understand the logic behind dropping him again and going. Do you know what? We've got to play horrible here, sort of thing. If if you just want to just get a point on the board and maybe bring him on as an impact sub if you're behind or something. But for me, Man United, you need your best player on the pitch and you need, you know, you've got to start picking up points. You are in that situation where you're running out of time, running out of games and, and he hasn't really got time to mess around and, and, and try and, <laughs> do you know what I mean? No. You know, and the games are coming thick and fast, fast as well. Yeah, you know, I mean, fortunately, there's now a little bit of time between games all of a sudden, and there hasn't been. Yes. Um, but this is the just the second time that Allardyce will have a week between games to work on shape on the training ground. The other one was before the Wolves game, and obviously that was the only win that he's had. Um, possible for yeah. the Wolves ever, just checking it. But the, the only time that we've actually had any, any time to work on shape, we actually won the next game. So you might see a little bit of an improvement defensively. But sure, sure. I, I mean, as we've been saying, without the likes of Pereira firing, without Diania uh, finding a bit of form, maybe bringing Diangana back in. Um, the new is he is he fit, is he fit, is he fit now? Is he? He's, he's still coming back, but there's been weird whispers about Diangana not wanting to play slash not wanting to rush back to to play in. It's a weird one. I don't know. Uh, well, is, is, that in ter- is, is that in terms of like rushing back, getting injured, if I haven't get relegated, he wants to move to a Prem side? Or am, I, am I deep in that a little bit? I don't know. I think that, I mean, he's not been good enough to get a, move to a Prem side. I don't think anyone will yeah. him. But I, 
I wouldn't want to question his character like that because he, sure. he, he doesn't see Yeah, it's hearsay. And it is hearsay, exactly. Yeah. Some whispers online about Diangana and does he want to be there? I'm not going to get into that because... Yeah, yeah, of course. Diangana has been very unlucky with injuries and I feel sorry for him. A bit like Sawyer's, you look at these lads and it's like, God, you're so low on confidence. You're so... You're, so, you're at sort of... You, your lowest and then things just keep getting piled onto you. People love to jump on players like Diangana when they're not yeah, playing sure. playing or Sawyer's when he's not playing well. And I, I, I don't want it to be a pile on. And I don't blame any player in particular uh, for the, for where we are. I blame the recruitment um, and the amount of money we've not spent. Um, and, I, you know, a, a lot of blame has to lie with the two managers, with Bilic and with... Um, sure. Paradise. But, you, you know, it, it's going to come down over and over and over and over again till we got promoted in a pandemic where we didn't have that much money to spend. Uh, we lost all our momentum at the back end of last season. We were flying until uh, the interruption. But anyway, I'm going on a massive tangent. And I feel like I no, no, no. I'm not no, not at all. for where we're at. Um, but I feel like it, just jumping on players like Diangana is symptomatic of when things aren't going right for your club. Um, and I, I feel there are so many mitigating circumstances. And if we can just keep this side together for the championship, we'll be back up in 12 months. And we, yeah. And that probably segues lovely onto one of the questions we've had. And that's probably enough Allardyce um, album. Yeah. Um, but one sure. of the questions we got, um, we got a couple of questions from Esso, who was on the pod a few weeks ago. And one of the questions he asked was... Um, <laughs> When you're sitting eighth in the prem in the championship next season, will beating Wolves keep you warm at night? And I replied to him on, on Twitter. I said, I couldn't possibly imagine that situation because we haven't finished below fourth in the championship in 20 years, SO. Also, <laughs> yes, it will keep me warm when we're in the championship. <laughs> oh, you're gonna have somewhere to cling on cling on to, yeah, to be fair. I, I to be fair. Believe we'll bounce back. I don't think it'll be with Allardyce, but I think we'll bounce back. I think we'll be fine. Uh, there's a, yeah. a bit of time to go before then. Um, and again, with Allardyce, will it be Allardyce? Will it not? We have another question, this time from Kirko, um, who's been on the pod a couple of times as well. Our listeners will remember. And he asked, will Sam Allardyce stay for the rest of the season? Will he be sacked? Or will he jump from a sinking ship? What do you reckon, JB? It's just fun. It's a, it's such an obvious question, but it's actually a really good question it's as well. Question, yeah. um, I'll be honest with you. I'll, I can't see him being sacked. I can't see him being sacked because I just think that would be. Who are you going to get to come in after Allardyce, after Billich? Who's going to want to come in and 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 and, t- and touch the club? If they if they can see how they get rid of managers, it almost becomes that poison chalice sort of thing. Um, and managers will become wary. Two seconds in the season when, as you've touched on, pandemic, not being able to recruit the right players, Billy's doing as good a job as he could, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And you know, and they've suddenly got rid of and you're on your third manager in a season. Um, I, I, so I can't sack him for that reason, unless they go through the next seven games and they haven't won a game. I think po- possibly by which point you, you'd be near as damn it if not mathemat- mathematically relegated. Um, yeah, we'd be, we'd yeah, so and. And then if he walks, is, is, is well, that... It, the reason Kirko's asked this, and everybody knows, Sam Allardyce is very proud of this never been relegated Yes, record. yes. And I wouldn't put it past him. Again, I don't want to question his character, but he seems like the kind of person 
He might just jump so he doesn't get the blame. But, but... I think, but even if he did, even if he did walk before Albion relegated, He's even though might, even though even though even though it might not be officially on his Wikipedia, yeah. you know, it's on his CV in essence, and and, and his reputation is in, in inverted commas tarnished. Um, and I pers- he knows that. I don't think he will jump. I, I think, I think, I think he will take. I think he'll go to the end of the season, and then I think in the summer, either he will make a decision or the club. I don't think it'll be as simple as him sort of just going right. I'm staying. I mean, what's on? Is, is he on an eighteen month there? Yep, eighteen months. Eighteen uh, months. Obviously, we'd only have to pay a year of gardening leave, so it's not too bad. There would be a, a clause written into it that his salary drops. But then, but then you know, would would he? I wonder if he. I wonder if he's been been sort of promised and said, "Look, if we do go down, we understand you come into the you come into the club in a perilous position. It's going to be really difficult yeah. to survive. If we do go down, we will guarantee you X amount of funds. We will try and keep these players, and Sam can literally rectify it first season. Will he stay on? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just no, saying, is it, really is, 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 is it an eighteen month contract for a reason? Say, actually, do you know what? I would say absolutely. Someone takes that job thinking, right, we're probably going down, but we'll be back next season. He's yeah. this firefighter who will have failed his job remit, unequivocally yeah. failed. His job was yeah. to keep us up. We are so much worse than when Bilic left. We're now 11 points from safety rather than the two points from safety when, when uh, Allardyce was appointed. He Jesus. Fa- I know, yeah. He will have failed his job. Will he want to stay in the championship? I don't. I don't think he will. I don't think he's got the stomach for it. When was the last time he? When was the last time he managed in the championship? Newcastle got him promoted, won the league. So, what, so that was. Ooh, when was was that? Twenty. It's going back a while. Twenty ten, twenty eleven, something like that. Twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Because you had Andy Cowell and stuff. Didn't he? I'd like. Is it, yeah. Did he take over the season when they went down under Shearer? Then he did. He take over. Is that right? Is that my um, thing? The right season did, again? Yeah, I think he did. He took yeah. over when Shearer it was the caretaker. Obviously, he took. Him yeah, 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 yeah. Lost losing all his games. Lost six yeah. or something. And then he yeah. took him back up with a, a ridiculous points total. Night year. That a really good. That a really really good side, didn't they? We were um, with them actually. Uh, we were promoted the same season. I remember because that was Wolves. That was our second season of Prem. That was when I was working there. Wah, wah. We've, yeah. um, I do remember that to be fair because yeah. bloody it, Andy Cowell scored a fantastic. I used to love Andy Cowell back in the day. He scored a great, he scored a great header against the Wolves that season, actually. Yeah. Um, but now, my, my, sorry, I feel like I've sort of covered every angle that could, every option that I feel like I'll pop a sit on the fence with these questions. Just, yes, but I, I, if I was if I had a fiver and I had to answer that question, I had to lay it down on one of the options, I would say. He won't go before the end of the season, um, and and then I think potentially he 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 might he might go in the summer. Um, I I would agree with that, JB. I'd say yeah. he, won't, he won't be sacked. He won't walk because he knows how that looks. Um, yeah, and well, he might be sacked when we're relegated mathematically. Sure, yeah, he, he yeah. might be a mutual thing once we're relegated mathematically. But I can't see him being sacked before we're relegated, and I definitely can't see him walking until. Um, Absolutely. We, we, we've got no hope left, really. Um, the third and final question we got, again from Esso, this one, um, and I'm sure you'll enjoy answering this one. He asks, <laughs> are Albion the worst Premier League team ever? Premier League side ever, as in the current side. I have some thoughts on this. Are we the worst Premier League side ever? No. Absolutely not. We are not the worst Premier League side ever. We've put in some really good performances. We've picked up points in really tough games, so on and so on and so on. The fact we're in the conversation means it doesn't matter for me whether we are. If we're in that conversation for one of the worst sides ever, 
that's all it's disapp- it's disappointing isn't it yeah yeah if you're in that pantheon of the worst of all time it doesn't matter whether you are the single worst that's the standard we're talking absolutely I'd yeah that, i'd agree with that i think so far this season that's where we've been under billich we absolutely were not even in that conversation for worst of all sure time. Yeah, it might have been funny to throw that at yeah, yeah. But the standard performance that was getting turned in under billich yes he didn't always get the points but i look back and i think because there was an identity to the, to the way you played and, 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 and yeah and it was a team it was a, it was a coherent side that had four yeah but it was never in the conversation for worst Premier League side ever. Yeah. No, as much as, as much as I'd like to 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 sort of you know go, yeah, you're the worst ever. You, you're not. I mean, obviously, point points. What I mean, you can, if you want to go on stats and facts and so obviously by far derby of oh six oh seven was it or oh seven oh eight? I can't remember. Um, Seven oh eight, yeah. Obviously, it was eleven points they yeah. finished on. Yeah, and, we've yeah. That, and you've already beaten that. So, <laughs> so now, even if you lose every game now, you you know, statistically, you're not the worst Premier League side. And I do think there are. So, I'll be honest with you, with you, um, Kieran. And obviously, it's really difficult. I know we we've often had sort of um, debates around um, uh, whether football was more like when you compare leagues and, and, and I go, oh, well, that league that we were in was harder than this league. And in reality, it's difficult to compare. But I remember when, when I worked for Wolves, wah, wah, and the season we stayed up first season, we, we finished, I think, amazingly, we finished 15th, which with that squad that Mick McCarthy had yeah. was ridiculous. Because it was a, well, it was a great championship side that won, um, that won the, 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 the championship. But in the Prem, it was bang average. And, but the, we finished 15th. And I'll be honest, in that, in that league, there was, a really, really poor Hull City side, really poor Hull City side, and there was there was a Portsmouth, Portsmouth side that. With the well, I mean, I mean, they had the points deduction, so they were probably better than what what the points tally said. But Burnley went down. Away. Burnley went down. I mean, I remember we played Burnley twice that year. We we, we mullered Burnley twice, and for us to muller team teams twice. So I, I I'd, I'd argue that 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 burn that Burnley and Hull side of the season. Oh nine ten, yeah. top of my head, were worse than the Albion because I mean the whole side, I mean they actually yeah. beat Wolves actually, which says a lot really, but they were poor, really it was poor. A Sunderland side that were worse than Albion. Um, yeah, this is probably Albion's worst side in the Premier League, but the oh five oh six side wasn't wasn't great. The oh four oh five side wasn't great, and we stayed up by sheer. It's funny, isn't it? Because as we spoke about, obviously the, the the level and quality of football and the money within the game is obviously as increases year on year. Whether it stabilises a bit now because of the pandemic and the fact that I don't think there's going to be as much money being thrown about in the next few seasons because yeah. of club clubs regrouping losses and things like that. Um, but but naturally, it's it, it's really hard to sort of um, c- compare sort of. Compare you know, seasons, compare seasons, but, but 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 you know, and obviously, I think, like I said, naturally, Albion, the standard of the Premier League this year, I think, is obviously better than the, the yes. Premier League in you know, in 09 10. But, 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 the, but the teams that, itself, it's a very strong Premier League to compare it to recent years. If you look at what's happened over the last few years, you've had a very yeah. good side in Wolves, a very good side in Sheffield United, and a very good side in Leeds get promoted over the last yeah, few sure. years. Three really, really good Premier League sides coming yeah. up. And you've lost three of the worst teams last season. Obviously, the three worst teams go down. But three yeah. of the teams who've been hanging on for a long time, Bournemouth, yeah, Watford, abs- Norwich have gone straight back uh, down. 
Absolutely, you know. Teams who didn't really and then, and then as well, you've had the sort again this season. But yeah, and then you've had the strong sides in the Premier League. Yeah, you've had the sort of the rebirth of Villa this year. Obviously, yeah, you know they, they they got relegated the year that Wolves came up, and and obviously then then the, the hell the hell the mother skin of the teeth last season. But they've sort of re, really learned from their mistakes and looking well. completely different. Avenue. West Ham have kicked on and improved. You know, even the likes of Newcastle and Palace, they are the worst teams in the league, other than the current bottom three. And when you yeah. and Brighton's are in that Palace, um, Newcastle bracket as well. But those four sides are very good sides, like absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Up against the likes of Liverpool, your Chelsea, of course, they do, and of course, they do. It, it is a really, really tough year. So, as, as funny as it is, I don't think we are quite the worst. No, but no, no, as no. I said, the fact that it's a conversation, a, a conversation we can have. Means yeah, it doesn't really matter if we are the single worst side. It, the, Absolutely, the that's, that's kind of the state of play. <laughs> that's it, so, mate. Um, thank you for the questions, guys. Really, really, yeah, really no, appreciate no. those, and it does give us um, something different to talk about. A um, quick shout out to um, Labour of Lovecraft, which we pushed last week, um, and again this week I've been following them again. This, for anybody who doesn't know, is a handmade crafts company who makes some really, really creative stuff. Um, and they caught my eye um, through their key rings, which they handcraft and hand paint. And they sell West Bromwich Albion, Wolverhampton Wanderers, and Aston Villa key rings, which are absolutely worth the very, very small price that you pay. They're less than a tenner. Um, it's a local business. It's fantastic. And I will put the link to the Etsy page again on our Twitter. Uh, and I really would recommend that anyone does have a look at those. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, very, very, very uh, happy if anybody does have a look at that. That would mean a lot. Please do, guys. Please, Please do. do. Yeah. So moving on to um, this weekend's games. JB, who are Wolves playing? Obviously, we know the answer is yeah, yeah. So matinee performance. I know. I know. So we've we've got Wolves Southampton. Again. When are they playing? <laughs> so we're playing Southampton again uh, on Sunday afternoon. I, I think it's a two o'clock kickoff. I'm not. I'll have to, we'll have to double check that. Um, so we've got Southampton again. I think it's again, not that it makes any difference. We say this every week with, with, with fans in stage, not in stadiums. I think it's at St. Mary's. Well, no, it is at St. Mary's. We played them at home early on in the season. Um, obviously we're in the middle one sort of thought we're just coming up to half time now. Uh, It's nil nil Wolf Southampton. Um, and I genuinely thought that Nuno would go sort of full strength for the cup game tonight. With with the with our league position sort of being, we're not going to get into Europe or challenge Europe playing places in the league this year. We're not going to get relegated, so it's just really just trying to finish as high as we can to get more money in the bank through the the, the league payments. So so it's, so, so the, our league campaign now really, I think, is sort of going to fizzle out. Whereas a little bit of a write off at this point, you know? absolutely. So unless we go on like a five match winning streak and teams around the simple, but I can't see that happening. Um, so the FA Cup, bear in mind, this is the fifth round. Place win tonight. You in the quarterfinals. There's a couple of the big teams already knocked out. I think. You, I think. Yeah, I, I, from Wembley, if, um, yeah, exactly. And you know, a lot. You know, if the draw falls in your favour, I do think some of the bigger teams that are left in are the ones that are still in the Champions League, that are fighting for the league yeah. title, etc. So they might prioritise other things. So for me, there's a real chance. And he's put out. It is a second string side. The, the, the side tonight. It's it's it's, it's, it's a second string side it's apart from Moutinho and Neves. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. Of course, but like you know, there's no code. You know, Samedo, no Chayo, no Neto, no Willian. Um, but you know, 
I mean, Southampton literally just attacking as we speak um, and got a corner. Um, so I'm hoping we go in nil-nil at half-time unless the ref's going to blow for half-time. Danny Ings doesn't look very happy. Um, so, yeah, so, so, you know, I mean, I think this game has panned out exactly how we wanted it to. I think he was aiming for going at nil, getting at nil-nil, get to 60 minutes, nil-nil, being on the big boys for half an hour and go for it. And if that pays off, brilliant. I think that's um, how this is going to go. And, and that potentially, this is potentially exactly how it's going to go. It means then now on Sunday, he will be able to start the big boys and go back to, to his favourite sort of 11 at the moment that he's got. Um, I, th- I think we've got enough to win both games. I was mentioning SO before and I said, I think we've got enough to win bo- both games. Um, I think... Yeah, they are struggling, and, and but you know, so are Palace when we play Palace, and just teams when teams are struggling. We've always said this; it's a non-running joke between, um, like when between Wolves fans, and now probably all teams say, but it generally just seems to be the case. Wolves, we always make a joke. So if a team's struggling or in a bad run of form, they'll just wish they're playing Wolves next because guarantee if they play Wolves next, they'll get a result. When Huddersfield couldn't, when Huddersfield yeah. couldn't buy a win all season, they did the double over of us. No, the chances are you're going to do the double over us and not win another game yeah. this season. You know, it's just, it's, a, it's the Wolves' way. So, potentially, you know, both games could, could go the other way. But I, I am confident in the fact that the way we've sort of tweaked the style, we we, are, uh, we look a lot more confident and more so on the pitch. I, th- I think we'll be okay both games. Yeah. Um, so, I, I think if we're going to sort of go, I know this is a bit of a cheat, cheat one, isn't it? Because we're sort of halfway through the game. But I, th- I think we might nick, nick it 1-0 today's game in the FA Cup, second half. Um, I'd like to see William come on. Um, ho- Jose, uh, I'd like to see him, him, him come on and and and, and bag because he was poor actually the week. He was he was the one negative actually. Um, a lot of people, a lot of slander on the timeline for, for Fabio Silva's miss. Going, oh, I bet Fa- uh, William Jose was 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 seething when he seen that miss. He still, William Jose was was garbage, absolute garbage against Leicester. Um, so Fabio Silva had every right to be on the pitch. But I'd like to see him come on. I'd like to see him come on and and and, and score. But um, I'll go. I'll go. I think we'll nick it second half now. I've seen enough from that first half performance to say if we bring on a couple of the the, the, the big boys second half, we can kick on. And then I think on Sunday, I think you'll go all. I think I think we'll win. I'm going to go two 0 Sunday. I'm going to two 0 which is very optimistic because when you've got Jamie Ward proud in your side and Danny Ings and stuff like that, yeah. they're always going to be potent. But uh, they've, got, they've got a lot of. But I, ju- I, ju- I just think, Kieran, I, I've been, as you know, I've been banging the Johnny drum for uh, for a long time, and now he's back. We, he, he looks, he looks, he's. Ah, oh, that guy's been out for six months with an ACL. Oh, he's back after six months is, is a miracle, by the way, because most 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 players are nine months, um, and, he, and he, he just looks mustard already. And I just think having having him back in the side, Samedo has looked really good the last few weeks. Um, we've gone back to the back five. We just look a lot more solid. Um, so yeah, so I'll I'll be the the ever optimistic Wolves fan. I'm going to go one nil tonight and, and two nil Sunday. Um, I think why not? I, I, I know, mate. I know why not? You got to be positive in these these times, don't we, mate? Yeah, I agree. I actually do think Wolves are going to win uh, tonight. I think Wolves will uh, have too much for Southampton in the second half, uh, and then at the weekend, I'm going to go nil nil. Yeah, that's a fair shout. That's a fair shout, buddy. Both teams look like they are a little bit short on goal scoring threat moment yeah so, absolutely uh, we've said so many times it could be any score with Wolves <laughs> it, it does like I said I would not pre- I would not have predicted a, I would not have predicted nil-nil against Leicester you'd have thought the way Leicester no, have been scoring goals been the way we've been leaking goals you know it's nil-nil so but that that just sums up this season really doesn't it to be fair definitely um, and another game thick and fast for Albion we are playing Man United as we've alluded to several times 
um, our conclusion from the earlier conversation really is the new signings have to be bedded in and the new signings have to make a difference. That is my Man United preview. That is, it, it's simpler <laughs> than that. These players have to start making a difference. Um, okay, um, Yasulu looked very, very um, bright. In, he looked. He had a bit of the Claudio Jacobs about him. We we spoke. We joked about would he be a Claudio Jacob type? And he was really getting about. And he put this lovely tackle in. Um, and one of the Spurs lads can't think who it was. And the the ref fa- uh, blew for a foul. It was never a foul, but the ref blew for a foul, and he went. He was, <laughs> and I, I love that. I yeah, yeah, yeah. A good tackle means that much to him. And it, at times, it's looked like what we're missing this season. It's looked like the missing link in our side is a, is a, somebody to screen the de- defense and transition from defense to midfield. Sure, sure, sure. Our problem all season has been people who can't screen the back four, and then we can't get the ball out from the back four because all of our attacking players are camped in our own area. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So, just to reiterate, we're running out of time. We're running out of games. If we were to get a point against Man United, brilliant, fantastic, snatch a hand off for it. But it's not, this is the last one where we can say it doesn't really matter. That's my point. This is the very last game where we can say we don't have to be going and needing points. After Man United, when we've got Burnley, Brighton, Palace, and Newcastle in four games in a row, we have to take nine points from those 12 available. I can't see how we stay up if we take. Yeah, and even that, like at that point, if you take nine points, you're still still with your goal difference, four points from safety minimum, sort of thing. And it's, It's you know, um, yeah. Because that's relying on these teams not picking anything. Absolutely. what I would love to see us not do is sit in front of a, our area and just try and defend because we haven't got the players to do it, JP. We've tried no. and tried it and tried it and it doesn't work. The only team who we've been successful against at just shutting them out was Wolves. They scored from two set pieces. So even then, like they still scored two goals. But the only time yeah. the game plan has led to a successful result was against Wolves. And in that game, we scored two penalties. Like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Work. We haven't got the players to do what we're doing, but what we sure is creative, fast, skillful players like your Pereiras, your Callum Robinsons, uh, Diangana when he's fit, uh, Romain Sawyer's when he's given uh, an attacking role. Still firmly believe that. If, the thing, the thing is, Kieran, you're, you're you're at the point now where your goal difference, right? I know no Premier League man is probably going to think like that, but the reality is your goal difference now is by far and away the worst in the league, but obviously times, you know, no one's anywhere near your goal difference really, right? Yeah. So w- whether you lose 5-0 on, on on Sunday or lose 1-0, in reality, it, you're, you're not going to claw your goal difference back this season. Your goal difference is a point. Your goal difference is a point. If we do, we'll be in Europe. <laughs> exactly. That, 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 that's, that's what I'm trying to say. So what I'm trying to say, I see no, I agree with you. I see absolutely no, no logic in, in, in Sam going, oh, we're playing Man United, the free flowing, the yeah. scoring. Let's just sit back, keep it tight, see what we can do. Because it makes no odds because United eventually were probably penalty. When was the last time he kept a clean sheet? You know, United are going to, are going to pen. Do you know when it was? Or have, have you kept yeah. a clean sheet? Um, yeah. Oh, hang on. Um, you haven't? You haven't kept a clean sheet this year? Well, it wasn't under Allardyce. It was. Oh, it would have been um, it was Man City, wasn't it? No, was that one nil nil? Was that game? No, it wasn't nil nil because the Jays scored. The last nil nil oh. was um, 
Milner with Burnley in November, I think that was. Um, God. When we were on pay-per-view and... That was it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Do you remember that bloody pay-per-view one? Christ, who come up with that idea? But um, no, that's what I'm trying to say. So in reality, you can sit on the edge of your box all game, but United are probably going to breach you. So for me, your goal difference difference is gone. So whether you lose 5-0, 10-0 or 1-0, just go for it. Go for it. Absolutely. And and as long as he communicates that to the players, as long as he says, listen, lads, we can lose 10-0 today and I do not care. Just go out and express yourself, build a bit of confidence. And if they lose 5-0, obviously they're going to lose. Yeah, of course, of course. If that message is drilled into them first, do not worry about the result here. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Do you know what I'd say to them? I'd say it's highly likely most of you will not be playing in the Premier League next season. It's highly likely you will not play Manchester United again. Go yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for a move. Yeah, go and, well, <laughs> no, not that, but go. And no, play. but yeah, I know what you yeah. mean. But go and play like you are privileged and you enjoy being able to play Manchester. Yeah. Go and enjoy. Yeah, sure. Don't, don't give them too much respect. That's not what I'm saying. But go out and enjoy it and think, wow, I've made it. I'm playing against Man United, and let's hope that is reflected in performances for the players like Dianya or OK Yasulu or. Even Shemi Ajayi or Sam Johnson, who used to be there, this game's going to be massive for them. Play like it is. Don't yeah, sure. Don't don't say can you keep, can you stand on the edge of your box and keep a clean sheet for ninety minutes? And one little lapse in concentration and game plan is over. And and, that, and you've just used a real key word there, Kieran, because when we were in the middle of our sort of really poor form in terms of that spell between the Arsenal game of December and up until the last couple of weeks, the one thing that I felt Nuno had done for some reason, when we were actually, I think when we beat Arsenal back in December, we were, I think we climbed to sixth, I think, sixth or seventh. We were were right up there. And I just felt like something happened, something happened whereby he he put the shackles on us. And one of my biggest frustrations was seeing Ruben Neves looking like he was shackled and he couldn't do anything. It's almost like he'd been told, sit on the edge of the box in front of the back three or two, whichever whatever we're playing, and don't move and just do the horrible work and just get rid of it. And in the last couple of weeks, those so shackles have come off. Of, of, shackles, and right? honestly, and, and never, the last two weeks, two weeks, the, the shackles have come off Neves and he's literally looked, I won't use the word world-class because I know how he is, but he's looked like an elite, elite player. He looks unbelievable the way he's he's unbelievable Neves is and if we keep him next season I'll be overjoyed because he's destined to go into bigger and better things but sometimes you've got to release the shackles of these players you can you can constrain them too much you can you can you can restrict them too much through fear of of panic and not wanting to make mistakes but actually do you know what let them off the shackle let them do the natural game and actually something might happen I think Allardyce has got to instill that into the album because you've we've, got nothing to lose yeah exactly we've been we've given four or five reasons there as to why this game of all games, just go out and play. What Absolutely. To the players to be playing Man United. What it would yeah. do in terms of confidence if we went and scored a couple of goals. Trying to bed in the new signings, taking the shackles off, releasing that negative energy. There's so many reasons why we should go and play positively in that game. And will we? No. Not no. a chance. Not a chance. And that's, that's the most frustrating thing. It's like, what, what, why are we in the position we're in? Because we can't defend. So what should we do? Defend. What? <laughs> yeah. what? 
I know, yeah. Sounds, like the, sounds like the British government. Sounds like the British government that does at the moment, <laughs> mate. To be fair, <laughs> keep, keep on doing the same thing. Keep yeah. on keep 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 on doing the same thing week in week out, hoping something changes. And actually, you know what? It doesn't. So, um, sorry, no, we shouldn't. Go, we should we shouldn't we shouldn't, shouldn't get political. No, sorry. That's a different. Edit that out. <laughs> if anyone else wants to listen to the political podcast, there's a link. In the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, oh no, god! Absolutely, but it, it, is that kind of. Um, that Einstein definition of insanity doing the same insanity, thing. Insanity, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, How, why spot are we on. still trying to pretend them on the ball? Oh, I don't know, mate. Just change something. And you make such a good point with the goal difference, JP. It doesn't matter if we lose five minutes anymore. When As I get, I get it. If, I get it, right. Even if even if the points was the same, so you were still... Because you're, you're 12... Is it 12 points from safety, 13 yeah. with the goal difference? Yeah. 13 with the goal difference, yeah. Even if the points was the same, so say 12 points, but your goal difference was minus 16... And Brighton's was minus seventeen. I could see the logic be ongoing. Do you know, if we get a couple of wins here, turn over Brighton in a few weeks, close the gap, something could happen here. And We've got really to keep it tight. United, ab- Absolutely, yeah. I get it. But you're on minus thirty-eight or thirty-seven or something. So I don't know. Something like. That, oh, is it? Sorry, <laughs> I'm getting. Ex- i getting excited there. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure it's minus thirty-seven oh, or thirty-eight. Minus thirty-six. 36. I was close. Oh, right, yeah, you know, so so the nearest point, the nearest team to you in terms of goal difference is what, about minus 21? Something like that? 22. No? And, and, that's and who's that? United. Exactly. So they're not really, then it's not like you and them are competing. Well, you are in essence, but you're not. You're, you're looking to your Brighton and your Burnleys. Yeah. And I'm guessing their goal difference is what, minus 15, 16, something on those lines? Yep. No? Yeah, 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 give or take. So you've got a very good goal difference. Theirs is yeah. almost, without looking at the table, theirs is minus four or five but I know that Burnley they, put it, they might have a better one than Wolves because Wolves I think we're on about minus six or something yeah, like that but because yeah. um, we've had a few Tonkins this Burnley's season is, but is considerably better than ours anyway but, you but either way what, what, what my point is like I say it's a minimum minimum uh, minimum 15 16 goal swing minimum <laughs> which unless, ain't, unless someone else loses 9-0 like Southampton exactly, did, and ex- exactly. And, and, thing, we've got a worse goal difference than Southampton <laughs> lost 9-0 this season <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. You, I'm glad you. Can, I'm glad you can laugh about it, mate. Uh, I'm glad you can laugh about but it. it I, I would like to see the shackles come off. I'd like to see it. Yeah, definitely. And like I said, mate, for the freedom of expression for these players, these players, because you know what, to go and find that identity, find that confidence, because you know when you know you're playing in a team that are minus 36, 12, 11, 12, sorry, 12 points, haven't won since. Well, obviously haven't since you beat the walls, but in terms of I've like, got a consistent yeah. one together, you haven't yeah. really had one all season. Those players need give those boys a confidence. Don't tell them to sit back and absorb the pressure and get hammered for ninety minutes because that is. Listen, I'm talking on a sun. I'm, I'm talking on a sun. Listen, I'm talking on on my my football career of playing Saturday afternoons in the Staffordshire League or Sunday mornings in the Canuck League, and it is demoralising when you literally know you're coming up against a really good team. Yeah. And 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 the the, the, the smash most in, and you know that you're going to be sitting there for ninety minutes being bombarded. There's nothing more demoralising. But if your manager says to you, do you know what? We know these are better than us. We know we're probably you know we know they're going to come at us and probably going to breach us. But you know what? Have a bit of freedom. You know what? The two wingers push on, go out wide, push on your number ten a little bit, do whatever you need to do to create something. Let's go at them and put, and put a show on, and at least you know make a good account of ourselves. I think that's that's a good point because Man United are so suspect at the back. Mate, when you get up, man, you, listen. I was talking to my old man the other day, and I said, in the middle of all the in the middle of the Wolves bad one that we had over Christmas, New Year, and up until recently, the only two real decent performances came against Man United and Spurs. Yeah. Hence, why I said I was fancy to get something against Spurs because we mullered yeah. Spurs, 
um, in the middle of us being really poor. And then Man United... Poor, the, by the way, but yeah, yeah. We, we just had a couple of Yeah, and then the Man United game, we conceded a 94th-minute deflected goal. Granted, look, United came at us for the last 20 minutes and peppered us. I know that. But ultimately, we had chances before that. We were, we, we, we were just in control of the game as they were. And, and these teams, even have the good, good sides, when you actually go and try and match them man for man, toe for toe, they're there to be got at. And that would be my attitude. So I would be going, do you know what? You're a professional football player. You're in the Premier League. You deserve to be here. Go and show it. Go yeah, up them. Exactly. And, you enjoy, know. and enjoy what and enjoy will it. be the last time playing Man United for Absolutely. months. I, I firmly believe Albion will be back up. This has just been a, a disastrous time to get promoted and we've handled it. Sure. Today. We'll be back because we're always back. Um, and I know that sounds bullish and it sounds... You've got to be bullish, mate. If you're not, if you're not bullish, if you're if you're not bullish, that's when your double dips occur and stuff yeah, like that, exactly, you know, and, that, yeah. and that's when the rot sets in. You've got to yeah, be bullish. We, we are. So the, there's the big six in the Premier League, um, who will almost always finish in that top six, and they go into a season with yeah. level of confidence. That's how we should see the championship. We should see yeah, the championship yeah. like this is our playground. We we haven't finished below fourth in twenty odd years. You've got to go and do. You've got to go and do what sort of Watford and Swansea have done, and they've gone down. They've, they've kept the core of the squad, and they've just kept kept their identity, and and they've kind of and, you know and and they're they're both flying up there now because in the championship as well, you know, you have got sides lingering. You've got your Blackburns, your Stokes, your Middlesbroughs, your Huddersfields. You're always going to be Derby, there or thereabouts with a couple of runs. Derby, Forest. There's some there's some big sides of the championship. But you've got to, what, if you do go down or when you go down or whatever phrase we want to use, you need to look at what, like, say, Watford and Swansea have done. You, you, you know, you need to look at what Fulham did when they came down and things like that. Now, and Allardyce will know that if he does stay. All the Albion fans know that. Um, but like I say, it I'd just like comes to down to whatever your board's up to. Or yeah, I'd like to go on record and say, even if we are relegated and it's, it's a close run thing, I do not want Allardyce on the touchline next season. Yeah. Who would you have? Imagine, imagine the season ended next month and you were relegated. Now, just say, you know, fast forward a couple of months. Imagine, imagine yeah. most managers are still in, in in the jobs that they are. Would would you be looking at something? Look at how Bournemouth are looking at people like John Terry, Frank Lampard, Patrick Vieira, David Wagner. Would you go down that route, or would you rather go? Sort of. I would not like to give it to someone who's not proven themselves. The way Frank Lampard ended yeah. Chelsea is. No, infuriating. I, I'm so yeah, glad yeah. Sack. I love Frank Lampard as a player. I'm so glad it didn't work out because that is not how you climb the football ladder. One half decent season at Derby, and it was only half. You wouldn't get him. Do you know? Do you know who would be? Or I would, th- I would think he's going to be an unbelievable manager, and he already is proven to be. Even if he's in it, I know. Gerard, I'm, I'm not. I, when when yeah, Gerard, mate. Yeah. He's he he's. He I can watch down. him. I know, I know he would. I'm not saying Matt would have him at Wall. If Nuno went tomorrow, Gerard would be my first choice. Genuinely, Gerard would be my first choice. Um, if Nuno went hard. tomorrow. I loved Gerard when I was a kid. No, honestly, mate, honestly, I, I, I can watch him in his press conferences for Rangers and he just, I could, I, he mesmerises me. I shared a clip on Twitter the other week. With Jamie Ross yeah. Oh, mate, that was, that was elite management. That was like Alex Ferguson, elite management. Honestly, that good. I think he's going to be that good a manager, Gerard is. Yeah. And I think um, he will be as well. By the way, I, I think Lampard can be a top, top manager. Just the fact that that level of nepotism that he'd ended up at Chelsea yeah. because he was a decent player there, that was... I tell you, he could be good managers well, if he does dip his toes. And again, I know we've gone off on a right tangent here, but we're just oh, talking about ex players and, and stuff like that. I've just finished Jamie Redknapp's book. I'll end it here. It's a fantastic read. Really, really, really good guy. So I didn't really listen. He was my era growing up, and I, you know, I watched Jamie Redknapp. 
But I didn't actually realise how good he was and how injuries curtailed him. And and reading that book and all the, the sort of the um, what's it called, Kieran? When 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 managers put in put into books like um, you know, yeah. oh, what they call when when people talk about you and you put it in your book and it's like um, the like a reference, like a reference, like references to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The amount of top quality world class managers that have said if he hadn't have got injured, like Terry Venables has gone on. Terry Venables has gone on record and said if Jamie Redknapp hadn't got injured, we'd have won Euro '96 comfortably. Um, things like that and he's honestly amazing he's such a knowledgeable guy and I know he does all his punditry stuff and he's great at that but I think if Jamie Redknapp could be a good manager one day if he fancied it that's, um, that's an out question that... by the way um, yes sorry I wouldn't mind if we went someone like Derek McInnes um, okay knows the club um, yeah, not, yeah, not yeah. pulling up trees with Aberdeen but yeah and um, maybe would the Michael, would the Michael Appleton experiment would the Michael Appleton experiment sort of has that not put you off a little bit or um, no I just need some ex players did, did Michael Appleton come in and manage you am I imagining that no he was a caretaker manager very briefly quite a while oh okay oh, sorry but, um, that that's my Darren I thought Moore, he came in and who Darren Moore do you mean when he was there no I thought Michael Appleton who used to play for you is that that's yeah. right isn't it. He, I thought he came. I thought he was. Yeah, he's been a coach and he's been a caretaker manager. Ah, uh, right. Okay. I thought he came in and managed you, and he didn't. He didn't quite go to plan because he's done well wherever he's gone, hasn't he, Appleton? Yeah, I, I think someone will take a risk on Appleton in the championship quite soon. Um, I don't yeah. think it'll be us because I think we will want a manager. With yeah, 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 yeah. So Derek McInnes then promoted. I don't know. I kind of regret that even as I've said it, but just someone yeah. that gets the club. I wouldn't. Some people, oh, Southampton just missed a sitter. No, yeah, they missed absolute sitter, yeah. mate, yeah. <laughs> Some people are saying, uh, give it James Morrison and go, like, the Darren Moore strategy. But I, oh, okay. I, 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 mm. I Do you know what, mate? There might, there might be a different, come, come this summer, there might be a different c- calibre of manager knocking around, you know, t- team teams. Like... Darren Moore. Would he come back after the way he was treated? Don't know. I don't know. It's the was same, it the same? Was it the same owner? Same, same board? Yeah, same owner, same board, same technical yeah. director. So that's a very good that, professional prize. It has been doing it, yeah. For those of you that know me and Kieran and follow my Twitter, you'll know that I'm a, I'm a big fan of um, The Office. And that, as you've just said that, I've just had the image of uh, the, the scene oh, when Ricky Gervais is in a travel lodge with a whiskey on his belly, <laughs> chatting to the camera. He's going, this is going to cost you. This is going to cost you. <laughs> and that, I can imagine Darren Moore doing that to the Albion board. If you want me back, this is going to cost you. Yeah, this is going to cost you. <laughs> um, sorry, JB. While you're, oh, it's offside. While you're doing office quote, Southampton just scored. But I was... actually just missed a Southampton offside. Yeah. Oh, is it on? Yeah. Oh, I know he's on. It is. He's on. He's miles on. He's miles on. Oh, they're getting the lines That's... out. We were just going to yeah. wrap up there, but obviously we will stay with this until. No, no, that that he's, he's onside. He's he's onside. I can see that. He's he's he's, onside, he's, mile, he's he's miles on, miles on. The lines, yeah, and that yeah, is one yeah. nil Southampton. One nil, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's miles on. An interesting last forty minutes here. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But we are going to sign off there. We it would be yes. great to sit and uh, watch the game together and do this. But when we're not live streaming, it doesn't really work because you guys will know the no. call when it's coming <laughs> out. So we need to get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JB, thank you so much as ever. No, thanks. Obviously, thanks, buddy. Life gets in the way sometimes and we've got to find time in our busy schedules. But I do always yes. enjoy this. Always a brilliant Yeah, me too, buddy. Me too.
Um, and to everybody listening, thank you. Thank you for getting this far. Thank you for listening to us ramble every week. And if you wouldn't mind giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts, that would really, really um, make our day. Write a review as well. Don't necessarily write what you love about the podcast. Um, if you're listening to this and you want to write us a review, uh, give us however many stars you want. I'm not bothered. Um, but write your favourite memory of football in the reviews. Write your favourite memory of football of a game you were at. I want to hear that. I don't care if you think... Yeah, definitely. They go on a bit too much about X, Y and Z, but it's quite... (laughs) I don't don't really mind what you think. Give us a rating in terms of stars, whatever. But I would love to hear your favourite moment um, from a game you've attended in the the reviews. So let us know in the reviews. And thank you once again for listening. Thanks, guys. See you, JB. Take it easy, buddy.